This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Friends, the Bible, the written Word of God, has long been persecuted in many different ways. There have been men throughout the centuries that have tried to destroy the Bible with whatever means was at their disposal. In the 13th century, John Wycliffe first translated the whole Bible into the English language. Each copy was painfully handwritten over a period of 10 months. The cost for each copy was about $40 in our money today. Those who couldn't afford a Bible would pay a considerable amount of money just to be allowed to read it for an hour each day. It was soon forbidden to be read by the Roman Catholics. Anyone caught doing so would be put to death. In 1539, Miles Coverdale and others introduced the first English Bible to be used in public worship. It was known as the Chained Bible because it was chained to the pulpit for safekeeping. As a result of this, it was very difficult to find a copy of the Bible and to read it at your own time and pleasure. But today, we have a vast supply of Bibles. We are allowed to read our Bibles at will. We can go to the store and buy all kinds of Bibles. Big Bibles, little Bibles, large print, small print, and so on. We are truly blessed, but are we really? Even though we have access to many Bibles, do we cherish them as did those of long ago? What if we weren't allowed to have a Bible? Would we look at the Bible a little differently? Would we be a little more careful about reading the Bible? Would we cherish the time we had with the Bible? I believe that most of us would take a different look at the Bible and that which is found therein. I'm afraid that many have fastened an invisible chain to their own personal Bibles in their homes. No, it's not chained to the pulpit but rather to the coffee table and bookcases that are found in our homes. If we do not study our Bibles, then are not we as uninformed as those who long ago refused to allow the people to read the Bible and kept it chained to the pulpit? The Bible teaches that we are to study. Paul said, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. In 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, Vincent's word study says that the word study originally means to make haste. Thayer's Greek-English lexicon says it means to give diligence. From these two meanings, we can see that it means more than just take a mere glance at something, but rather to dig into and bring forth that which is therein. As a scientist would study a frog to dissect it and do a long study of it, so must we as Christians study the Word of God. If we choose not to study God's word, he will destroy us as he did the children of Israel. In Hosea chapter 4 and verse 6, it says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me. Seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. Remember, we have the key to that invisible chain. Unlock it and remove the chain before it is everlastingly too late. If you're not a Christian, you need to believe the gospel, repent of your sins, confess your faith that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and be baptized into Him for the remission of your sins. He will then add you to His church. If you have done these things in times past, but have drifted away from Christ and back into the world and back into sin, you need to repent, confess your sins to God, and ask His forgiveness. We stand ready to help you anytime, day or night. Just let us know. Our time is up. Until next time, may God bless you as you continue to study His divine will. We hope you enjoyed this program. 
We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.